0: Alrighty, alrighty everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome to Sacred Elohim, Diamond, Light, and Pro Ministries. Kim here. Your local rabbi minister. You can call me Yaya. You can call me Akaya, Mickey. You can call me Hattie, Hadassah, Esther if you wish. Uh, star, Starry, Papa sometimes calls me Star when he communicates. Other times people just call me Kimmy. Or ten, or K, letter K. It's what you choose. So tonight is a ramble. Mm, what am I going to ramble about? AKA AKA Pelosi, the fool, has been reelected back into to Congress as House Speaker. Mm, yeah, you hear that? That's part of the news. Corona's on the rage now. They're saying there's a new strand in Colorado and. Possibly in a, in upper state of Ohio, kids are getting it now. Um, I'm not gonna go over the corona statistics. It is what it is. It's high because of winter. Um, it's here. It's real. It's out there. And I encourage you, by all means, do what you can until we can get the vaccines. I went through the Pfizer trials, and I come out with high success. Moderna and AstraZeneca, they've been having some problems with it, eh, as usual. Uh, big problems. Um, what can I say? It is what it is. Um, I'm not watering anything down. There is hope. There is a higher power that can heal us and heal this nation if he wishes to. But we have to repent and go back to the Father, so Yeshua. So, where do I go from here? Well, we're going to have a half an hour of talking about the churches tonight. We are going to start our study on the churches. I'm a little bit late. I've been taking some time off because of Kislev, Han- Hanukkah, and uh, New Year's. We're now going into the beginning of the feasts for spring, which starts off with Purim, ends the winter. Uh, section um, which deals with Queen Esther Um, what else (laughs) being a rabbi I have a lot on my mind and I'm doing a lot I'm right now doing something the father asked me to do on my heart and I'm doing it I'm not going to say what it is because it's private but it has something to do with the Bible and and believing in him Um, as I said we will be going over revelations tonight Um, It'll just be a three, an individual section. But here's how things are going to go. So far, after they did the congressional vote, Pelosi got the House Speaker of the House, which she's a fool. We all know. Um, After they got that, they did the elect, putting in the new elected officials. We still got the Georgia runoffs going on. Um... Which, that's up to date. But what caught my eye, there was a news article out of J-Post. And out of J-Post, they was saying they attended the Congressional Caucus for the 117th time. And all of a sudden, they're coming out, worshipping some god from a, some foreign country. And saying, I'm into him. And claiming him to be God over God and they're then they're going in and go give another name of a, another God called a woman or a woman. Who in the heck did this? It's supposed to be the Bible, not some foreign deity. That is a stone. That is an insult to me. I find it racist. Uh-huh. They're living two standards. It's okay for them to worship some idol, who knows, out there. Where's their minds at? I don't know. And they're putting it above the father. I'll tell you now, that's not going to leave a very good impression with him, Democrats. You don't impress me one bit. Don't look for me to vote you back in office for another ever how many terms. And as far as Hitler Biden and his so-called Amalek Harris, I don't accept it. He's not my president. Period. And I don't care what people say it is. They say I could be a traitor all they want. I'd rather be a traitor than worship their form of Godhead. Thank you. This country was founded on the principles of the father. And his loss. How dare you? How dare you? Who? That angers me. You are no God-fearing man. You're just a sinner, not saved by anything. You're a hypocrite and a liar, a bigot, even. Well, I stated my piece. So here is tonight's. Sorry, there. I was uh, cracking my fingers after a ramble. So the news, there's not much coming out on tomorrow. Tomorrow is the Electoral College meeting. We do know Pence is putting up a fight, and most of the Republicans are putting up a fight. You've got a few that are being pig-headed like, uh, I'm not going to mention names, that's a House speak, uh, a representative in, in the Senate, which I'm telling you now, don't look for yourself to be voted back in McConley. don't look at you use trump to to pad your pockets and now you're turning against him you should be supporting your leader and he is still leader until the 20th if things don't take a turn in the father's favor and the father makes a decision to do something the election as far as i'm concerned this election was stolen Yeah, I live in Ohio, but I'll tell you right now, it was stolen. I don't agree with it. There's been some foul play. And somebody better stand up and fly right. Because judgment's going to be laid on this nation if we don't. And if you're a Christian man, McConley, you better look at yourself. Because you'll have to answer to your maker. That's all I'm going to say. Now, so... Tonight's run of the meal. I welcome all my viewers from around the world and 30 plus states. I welcome the District of Columbia. Hello, hello um, to my night of rambling. So here's what we'll be doing tonight. We'll be talking about revelations and then the later part or the early part, the second half of this and I might start early I don't know Um, we'll just see Uh, I'm giving you the epitaph for the first 15 minutes we will do a devotional and a prayer and then we'll go into our Bible study and we will be talking about the churches and what it means the churches let me explain each church represents an era. An era was between two hundred and ten and two hundred and eighty-six years, according to the Jewish calendar. Um, each era had something inner in that interfered. Uh, starting off with the apostles, you had the apostles was the true church, and eventually other things like idol worship entered in. So we are going to be looking at from a Jewish perspective. Yes. I'm taking it from a Jewish perspective and Gentile's perspective, both in understanding. And we are going to look at our first church tonight. That would be the, the beginning of the church it came out of, Jerusalem. So we will be looking at that. We're going to read that 210 to 200 year span, which is one era, era one of the church. And then I'm going to explain exactly what the Father put on my heart to explain. Um, there won't be any other verses read because there's not very many verses in that section. Uh, it's straightforward. The original church was founded by Yeshua. Yeshua is the Messiah, or Messiah. And it was founded on the principles of Judaism. That's where we get the Judeo-Christian philosophy of going back to what the founding was. Which was the Torah and the prophets. And I stand by that 100%. For it is said by the father himself. In the old testament. By some of his prophets. That he would write the word. Upon our minds and our hearts. Therefore he would know us as his children. Jew and Gentile. We are one. This is what I quote. This is what I stand by. It is a ever giving. Ever faceted this is what marks our hearts this is what marks our minds and God being in us he said for got a little visitor wait a minute here Out. out sorry there it was one of my dogs part of my family it is stated for if you love your God with all your heart mind and soul you would honor his commandments Thou shall have no other gods before me. Thou shall not bear false witness. Thou shall, you know, so forth and so on. You would love the Father with your heart, mind, and soul. You would honor his Sabbath. He does have a Sabbath, which is Friday and Saturday. But also in that, Christ was to be honored also on a Sunday because that's his resurrection. So see, there's where the church, the Gentile church gets honoring the Son. And then they also honor the Father. The Jewish sense is Friday into Saturday, which is Shabbat or Sabbath. Then you have Prisach. We are to honor his festivals. Prisach. First fruits, Trumpets. Sehut. Rosh Hashanah. These are the things we are to honor, both Christian and Jew. It don't matter. We are to revere if we love the father then we are to love christ and we are to listen to what the king says we are to honor everything about it in our hearts it, they're written upon our hearts and minds that is the seal of the father his torah is 613 mitzvahs Now, I'm not saying we have to honor all that. Some of it's fulfilled. Some people talk about it being that it was destroyed. No, it wasn't destroyed. That's a false analogy. We are to honor the Father with all our heart, mind, and soul. Another is we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. Not saying that we're not supposed to take care of ourselves in love, but we are to honor other people as well. We are not to murder. We are not to covet. We are not to steal. We are not to commit adultery. We are not to worship idols, which happen. We are to honor his Sabbaths. We are not to bear false witness of others. And I've seen a lot with the Democrat Party bearing false witness and worshiping other gods. Thou shalt not worship others idols and other gods. You're only supposed to serve and worship the one true God, Yahuwah, with all your heart, mind, and soul. And there are other nays and nays and nays. But do they honor this? No. And we're going to see how the church has went from being a true church to pulling away from the spirit. And why today we don't see the spirit in the churches. It's dead. There's a few. Don't get me wrong. I'm in one of them. There's a few that are true. But not many. They brought themselves to the world. A world that is a world I don't want to be part of. A world that I disagree with. This is why we're seeing coronavirus. This is why we're seeing the rise of, of an order that shouldn't be coming. We're seeing wars and rumors of wars. We're seeing pestilence. We're seeing plagues. We're seeing blood. We're seeing water. We're seeing blood moons. We're seeing judgment signs. Because we're not listening. We are in the end times. There's no doubt about that. And the clock is going tick, tick, tick. Until midnight hour. Then there's no chance. No chance. You can't go back and say, I, I follow you, father, accept me. Won't happen. He won't let it. He's a father that's just in justice. He also judges and wreaks his wrath accordingly. Right now he's practicing. And I warn you, he is practicing. He's got his eyes set for certain people, and they're going to get it, whether they like it or not. Sorry there. I'm going to cut short here, and the second half, we will be going over what we will be doing tonight. And it's going to be an enlightening third and fourth session. And then I'm going to do another recording that will go over another church, and then we will call it a night. And I'm going to give the justifications of what we'll be doing for the next week. Um, Starting the 28th, I will be starting to apply for uh, getting on radio stations. I mean, I already have my podcast up and running on places like k love and some other places, but I'm looking to start my own radio station in the near future. Um, It'll be worth it. And I'm going to. So... I will say adieu for now and oy, what we got ahead of us. Uh, I will do a devotional for the men and women tonight and, and whoever else. I welcome anybody. We'll have a prayer session and then we'll go over the hyper analogies of what will be going on the second and third half, the third and fourth half of this session tonight. So I'm going to cut it here a little bit and I'll come back in about 20 minutes. I love you guys. Alrighty, alrighty. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. So here's our studying plans for this evening. We will be reading a book called Fixed on the Eyes of Yeshua or Jesus. Uh, It's a daily moment in his word by Anne Graham Lotz, Billy Graham's wife, 365 day devotional. We will be doing it each day. And then we will also be doing the living in the light series by my daily devotionals. I encourage women and men or teenagers to get these. They're good. I've read them. They have helped me a lot with my walk. Um, and it is a walk that we have to live. We have a choice, no doubt about it. But if we want hope in the next life, we have to, sorry for the noise. It is what it is, and we have to walk with patience, diligence, and love. So, we're going to go fix my eyes on Yeshua or Jesus, and I'm going to read the first day's devotional, which starts today. And we will do this two times a week. Um, Right now, this is a first devotional, but I will have a whole series specifically for that on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. One on the Living Line and one on this one. Mondays, we... We'll do our revelations. All times will be in the evening. I post it here usually around 9 p.m. So we're right in that time bracket right now when we do these. And I have at the top of the hour my news for the first 15 or so minutes. So let's see what today's devotional is. I'm not going to go over the book itself. So we're going to look. The God of the Second Chances. So let's see what it says in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. It states, for forgetting what is behind and straining, straining towards what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for that which God has called me heavenwardly in Yeshua, the Messiah or Christ Jesus. And she goes to say, I once heard a speaker say, ask. What we thought God expected of us mentally, I answered righteousness, holiness, and the love of God and my neighbor. I repeated his question, so I continued my listing, Bible reading prayers, and obedience service. But then he stated, to my stunning amazement, all God ever expected of us is failure. Interesting. I had to resist the temptation to raise my hand waving it wildly and exclaimed i can do that i can let let up to God's live up to god's expectations i know i can fail but before i could blurt it out the speaker said but he has given you the holy spirit so that you need never fail as we begin the new year Have you stopped making resolutions because of repeated failures of keeping the old ones? Do you past failures discourage you in the present, paralyzing you for the future? Then join me in praising the God who expects us in our flesh to fail, but who is always God of second chances. So we see here that the father gives second chances through his son. We have a second chance at everything, no matter where we're saved and we walked away or we're unsaved. And I encourage you, if you're unsaved, fall on your knees and ask the Father into your heart. His son, because it's important in these days and times as we go forward, because we've got to have some kind of sustenance. Um, It's not going to be easy as we move along. And if things carry out, which according to the Father, they're going to be different. In what's going to happen but I'm just saying if it's an if right now there's always a cause and effect there's always we have to do something to make change whether it be on a national scene or where it be an individual and one of those is we have to repent and come back to the basics and we will talk about basics but we're also going to talk about revelations so I will have episodes from these books. Tonight starts the episodes for these. And it will be named specifically for that episode and this episode. And then in March, February and early March, we have our Esther series, which will be online. And you can go to Patreon to get that. I'll also have our beginning salvation classes. And we will have advanced study readings on the Bible itself. I know that sounds like a lot. But the particular sessions I'm talking about will have to be paid for because the material I bought personally, and I'm not just going to give it free. Uh, these I give on a freely daily basis on my podcast, but the others will be radio oriented. So, and I have to have tithing or in this case, sponsorship for it. So, that will be all set up here within the next 30 days. Did uh, I have my radio station starts in March? I've pushed it back a little bit, so I have more time to do my planning and get the things that I need, including a new computer and whatever, so I can get things up and running. But as far as here and now, this is the here and now, and this is what we'll be doing. So we read Fixing My Eyes on Jesus or Yeshua by Billy Graham's wife, Anne Graham Potts. So I encourage you. I mean, I purchased this book for a little bit of nothing. It was like five bucks at Hobby Lobby. You can get it online on Amazon. I think it's about 15 on Amazon. Um, I went through a whole year devotional with it, and the Father teaching me things about himself. um, Quite amazing. Uh, What a woman can do to heal herself and bring herself back to the Father. But I encourage men read it too. It's just as important for men as it is women. So now let's see what The Living in the Light says. And this is a book specifically written for teaching you. It's written by Dr. John M. Hunt, a senior pastor at First Baptist in Woodstock, Woodstock Georgia. Interesting. So Monday, the beginning of the week, which was yesterday, we're going over today at being week one. It says in Genesis 3 6 to 7. So when the women saw that the tree was good, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eye, and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took in a, its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then their eyes, both of them, were open, and they knew they were naked. Hmm. They so fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Well, I'm going to read this and then I'm going to go explaining what it means to uh, covering our sins with mis- the, our mistakes. I once heard someone say, any sin we cover, God uncovers. And any sin we uncover, God covers. Since the beginning of time, humans have attempted to cover their own sins. Solomon taught an incredible principle in Proverbs. Twenty-eight, thirteen. He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Our adversary, the Satan or the devil, always makes promises he has no intention of keeping. In, in a Hebrew text, and I'm talking in the book of Jubilees, Satan is referred to as a he-she, angels don't have sex so technically the name shatan is a female version of satan in english so we've got to look at it as being a he she he is indeed a liar and subtle one at that in the garden the enemy used fruits that looked too good to resist and today he offers temptations we often feel we cannot live without only to find out the results are disappointment and shame when we are ashamed of our sins we attempt to use fig leaves of our own making to cover them up or we use secrets to cover them but our precious heavenly father often offered the sacrifice of his son and his blood to cover our sins may the lord Jesus or Yeshua grant wisdom from heaven to help us discern good from evil. And may we not try to cover our sins. Rather, may we find forgiveness through the shedding of his blood. The Lord Jesus, help uh, Help me not to be ignorant of the enemy's devices. And amen. That was a prayer that uh, Dr. John Hunt offered. So that is our devotional for this evening on that. And... I will have other devotionals ready for you guys in the near future. As I said, these will basically be a series that I do once a week. Um, We will go through one week session with them. So there'll be like two a night and I will read and we will discuss it. Um, And then we have our Bible reading. Now I will do the revelations in the second half. As I said, if you have any questions, you can contact me by starcross2013 at gmail.com or starcross2013a, as an apple, at mailtopriest.com. That would be my main email. I give both of them. Um, You can also contact me by my phone number, which is 740-285-8052. Leave a message. I don't always answer it. Um, or you can catch me here or you can go to my Facebook channel or page, Uh, in the future, I will have parlor and I will have some others, uh, when I get those structured, I haven't done that yet. Um, I also have a YouTube channel, which hasn't been used in a while because YouTube is cutting a lot of things. Um, and then I also have, uh, Instagram, uh, that you can get me at. But mainly the two things, if you have problems or you have questions or anything, you can contact me by email, the two emails I give, or um, my uh, phone. I don't give out my uh, address yet because I'm not ready. It's on my webpage, or you can get it by Googling it. I do attend a church called Impact Church. Uh, It's here locally in Arnton. It's at 2319 South 6th Street. Uh, the pastor is David Amos. Very good pastor. Um, I encourage you uh, to go to their website, impact com, or you can find them on Facebook. Uh, just type in Impact Live and you should get it through Facebook. Um, I encourage you. I'm not, the next few series I'm kind of, hanging back on doing advertisements a little bit because i want to discuss and focus on revelations and get away from advertisement most of my advertising right now this will be the final advertisements i do on my thing there'll only be one or two uh, will be for anchor um and some others um But I know in the future I will have to have advertisements for things because uh, I uh, welcome things. I will say there's events coming up and I will get those events for you if you're interested because I'm going to do recordings. But I also will post them here for the churches. There's going to be one in Wheelersburg. There's another one in Huntington. There's another one and another church and I'll get that information as time draws near. Um, I do do the recording, so my computer and all my equipment goes with me when I do that. On those mornings or evenings that I go, and you will have access to that. I encourage you, my donations is to you clicking on my podcasts. Right now, I don't have all the things set up yet for tithing, but I will. I'm getting ready to set up a small Shiva in my home. Right now I'm in my office Shiva that I practice and study and pray and I am an intercessor. Uh, I do have a prophetic calling. I have a triple mantle like David Amos has. Um, It's not fully recognized yet, but the Father's recognized it nevertheless and I run my own ministry here. Uh, I will not be opening my doors to bring people in to my Shiva yet because it's not ready. I've got to clean the room out for that. There's a lot of junk in it so it's going to take a while I look probably in the spring to later summer it being available when the COVID-19 kind of dies down a little bit Uh, for some reason warm weather kind of hinders it Um, but I will have that unless otherwise stated
1: Um,
0: but I welcome people to call me with questions I welcome emails Um, if there's suggestions you want contact me at starcross2013.com or starcross2013 at gmail.com or starcross2013 A as an apple at mail2priest.com um, I know that's kind of a odd thing to say. They didn't have rabbi, so I use that. That's my private email that I prefer you go to is the mail to priest.com. Um, I am a woman. I'm a meha. I'm just under a high priest. So if something happened to the high priest and he died, I would fill in temporarily until a new priest was selected. High priest or high godaddle. Um, I serve the high priest or the high godaddle in the temple. That's what a meha is. I'm also known as a Daughters of Zion, which is Zion. Um, but I don't look at it that way. Um, I'm also a minister. I will be going from a minister to probably a pastor eventually with training and time. I do have eight degrees. I have right now a doctorate in theology in both, my rabbinical. And a doctor in both my ministry ministers licensing i both have divinity and theology in both so i'm quad cord um but i don't look at titles i'm just explaining a little bit about myself so so we'll go into revelations and we will talk about the first church in the first air so i will cut here take a 10 minute 20 minute break and i'll be right back hello hello everyone welcome back i took a little bit of time off it's now 10:20 here on the east coast so here is this georgia runoff purdue has one million nine hundred and twenty one thousand plus votes laughlin is nearly 1,906 plus votes with purdue having 51.3 percent of the vote and 50.9 percent of laughlin ossoff has only 48.7 percent warnock 49.1 so right now 85 percent of the precincts are in and it looks like the republicans are going to take it um your current incumbent that's going in so the democrats are losing this ought to say something with a new runoff what's happening Same thing with the presidential election if we did it. Um, It's definitely going to be an eye-opener seeing this. It being, uh, according to the way I understand, they're redoing the runoffs. And they brought in the National Guard to watch it. So this is a big thing going on right now, people. From what I've heard, anyway. People are really talking about what's going on in Georgia. So I'm watching Fox News it's scrolling up, live chat, and it's pretty busy. Um, and I got news for you—they don't love the blue. Ha 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 ha! You're wrong. They don't love blue, from what I'm seeing. Don't tell me that. All right, let's go into our reading now. So the first Samarna, which means myrrh or bitter, or merry. Means the first error of the house of YAH. Under the direct authority of the apostles. An era of perfection. So let's see what this says. Mm, do this. Ah, here we go. It says. And to the Malacca. Now remember a Malacca is a queen. Or a king. Or an angel. Or a messenger. Or an anointed one. Of the congregation of the house of Yahuwah. In Smyrna. Write these things. Says the first. The Alpha. And the last, the Tav, meaning unity and perfection. Who was dead and was restored to life? I know your works and tribulations and poverty, but you are rich. And I know how you are slandered by those who say they are Yahadim and are not, but are of the synagogue of Shaitan, or Satan. Goes on this here. Fear none of those things which you will suffer. Behold, the adversary will cast some of you into prison, but you will be tried, and you will have tribulation ten days. Hmm. Interesting that we see ten days of tribulation in this. Ten is a significant number. Ten days, remember, be fruitful until death, and I will give you a crown of life. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the called out ones of the house of Yahuwah. He who overcomes will not be hurt by the second death. Now remember that uh, an error was between 2.10 and 2.10. Two hundred and ten and two hundred and eighty-six years on the Jewish calendar, or two hundred and ten cycles. Okay, so we see the Smyrna, which means myrrh, which represents the name Mary, bitterness and sorrow, is shown right here, and Maleka means a queen or king. Or anointed one an angel or a messenger okay and we got to remember that beforehand he referred to what Malachi was he explained what a Malachi was so as we go through the Malachi are are what the King James Bible refers to as angels but here an angel can be a human or an actual physical being from heaven but anyway about it a Melakim or Meleka or Malachi is a king or queen or a messenger or anointed one, chosen specifically for that heir. In this case, the runner of the forerunner of the church was Mary, his mother, and Peter or Kiefer, his apostle. So those would have been the ones that were the messengers of the church. You had a mother and a brother roll okay and we see that here in these verses and he's telling him they would be tribulation 10 days um which is an odd statement because a day is a thousand years is a thousand years a day so um we're seeing tribulation 10 days that's probably 1,000 years in their time that's just a guess But we see in the first era of the house of Yahuwah, under the direct authority of the apostles, an era of perfection. This is the start of the church, the perfecting of the people. Now remember the name Aleph and Tav. Aleph means unity in the Father. Tav means perfection. So this is the beginning of all things. In this time frame, we see the church developing And it's developing under the guidance of Jewish authorities with Gentiles in it. The combination of the two. We will see later that they split because of persecution. And your believers go one way and they break away from Judaism because of the hotbed of what was going on during that time. This basically what we're seeing it's the whole history of the church. We've had nearly 1,260 days or 1,260 years of church etiquette right here. Going into the 6,000 year time span. This is just a segment of that 6,000 years. And it, and it's going by heirs of the church. And each error is... 210 to 286 years is what we're seeing. Which is quite starkly amazing that you would see this time frame after Christ. And it will explain further in Revelations as we go on. um, Like the Church of Sardis. Uh, They will be versus supporting it. um, And they will be versus. Supporting each one of these. Now this one it wasn't. It's pretty much explained. In the sense of the churches. And our next one. Will be Pergam. And we're going to see as I give the explanations. And give the supporting verses. That are given. That. Are there. To explain this and how we're going to know it, so now we're going to go into Pergam. It's Pergamos. Pergamos means divine beloved. It says, "And the second era of the house of yahuwah spreading the faith, see persecution, the perfection, solified, a hint of pagan compromise." So here's where we get the hints of the ha- pagan compromise entering in. And here's where it goes. And it starts talking. And to the Malekah of the congregation of the house of Yahuwah in Pergamos. Write these things, saith he, who has the sharp sword with two edges. There you go. So now we go on and let's see what it goes on to say. I know your works. Where you dwell, where Shitan's seat is. And he holds fat. And you hold fast fast my name and have not denied my faith, even in those days which which is days in which Antipas, my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Shaitan dwells. And we go on, it gives a letter C, and it says here Anti means against. And it means in the concordance, meaning Peter, Popes, or Fathers. So Antipas was an anti-Pope believer. He did not want Popes in the church. This is the beginning of Popes entering the church right here. So we went through the first era, which was Samarna, which went past the destruction of the temple into another decade, which was your dark heirs. If you take 200... 86 years, it comes exactly to the point of the beginning of the separation of the churches happening here and the Gentiles separating from the Jews, the destruction of the temple and all that. Okay, so we're going to go further and see what it says. But I have a few things against you because you have there those who hold doctrine of Balaam, idol worship, and who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel. Okay, sacrifice to God to see okay of Israel to eat things sacrifice to God's or Elohim and to commit fornication. Fornication is idol worship. Okay, so remember that. So you also have those who hold the doctrines of the Nicolaans Romans. Which things I hate. Repent. If not I will come to you quickly. And will fight against them. With the sword of my mouth. Okay. He who has an ear to hear. Let him hear what the spirit says. To the called out ones. Of the house of Yahuwah. To him who overcome. I will give to eat of the hidden manna. And will give him a white stone. sentence of acquittal and in the stone a restored name yahoo was written which no one acknowledges except he who understands so now we're going to go and look at D some leaders in your groups is what he means and then E God or Elohim sacrificing thereby committing fornication, that's what it means. Then we're going to go down to 2a, it means a white stone. The white stone is an indicator of the days of the prophets, the Messiah, and the apostles, the ones who had been judged and had been sentenced to acquittal on the accusations brought against him, like a few fashion. The white stone represents Yahuwah's forgiving, the sentence and acquittal of all those who overcome in sin. Okay. Now we go to 2B, and it talks about, in Hebrew, the transition of new, and being restored. Uh, And then D, C, okay, C. We go to C. In the Greek translation, you're known and you acknowledge God. That's what it means. So... We see in Pergamos, is this perfection is solidified and the hints of paganism start entering in during the spread of the persecution in Rome. This is after the church. You go after the destruction of the temple, after probably about the 210 to 286 years you come to the point where persecution is spreading through the church to the church even to Rome and they're chasing these people and the people are running to get away from things and it's hard on them and we're seeing that now we'll go through the next one which is three and four and you're going to see where things started transitioning in the church and we will see the true religion mixed with false doctrines And we're going to see that here. And how things totally switched and the Spirit started removing himself from the churches. It's going to be a stark eye-open awakening to see what is true and what is false and what happens in the end days. I will explain that some of this is going to cause a lot of problems for some people as we go through it. But tonight is a night of reading what The father says about the churches not what man says i will admit they call this dispensationalism but it's actually maybe it could be but i'm going on the jewish tradition based on what happened the man's world entering into the churches so i'm going to take a 20 minute break maybe 30 and i'll be right back for the next recording (laughs) yeah <laughs> hello hello welcome back everybody so this is a night of study on revelations we had our devotional and i'm going to post this into two sessions this will be our final section se- se- uh, final session and then i'll do another recording after that to complete the section on the churches we won't fully get through it because there's some of it i'm going to have to do some studying on myself but we will get through the reading and explanation part of it and understanding. So our next one is Theratira. This is the third era of the house of Yahuwah, which is 210 years, 286 years. The tolerance of false doctrine writ with the true religion. So what was the true religion? Well, in the beginning, the true faith was based on faith. But also, knowing what the Father's will, writing writing things in the heart and the mind. Believing his word. They start mixing other things that shouldn't be in to the church. So we're going to see here, here's another Malacca. And to the Malacca of the congregation of the house of Yahuwah. Again, another queen, a king, um, messenger, anointed one, an angel. To the house of Yahuwah in Thyatira, write these things, says the son of Yahuwah. So now he refers to him as the son of man. Who has his eyes like flames of fire and his feet like fine brass. I know your works and love and service and faith and your patience and your lasting works to be more of the first. Nevertheless, uh uh-oh. That don't sound right i have a few things against you because you permitted a woman named yes yezebel bell Zabel, which means lord of the flies who calls herself a prophetess mm, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornification and to eat things sacrificed to other gods or elohim and i have her time to repent of her fornication. But she did not repent. Okay, so whoever this maleka was, or mother of the house, was a woman of profanity, and she was teaching, teaching them to, how would you say, uh, eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit adultery. Sound familiar? Um, what does your Catholic Church worship? Mm-hmm. Mary. There you go. And Mary was a human being. I ought to know. I am a descendant of Miriam and Joseph. Mary's not God. And for a Catholic to worship and pray to Mary, that is sacrilegious to God. Okay. So I'm not judging. There are good Catholics that have pulled away from the faith to follow the one true God. But for me, I'm sorry. As a Jew and believer, I'm following God and what God wants me to do through his son. Okay. And by the way, him and his son are one in unity. So they are the father. His full name is Yahuwah Yeshua. In Hebrew, in, in the Hebrew culture or Jewish faith, the father's name comes before the son because the son is being trained by the father. There you go. Okay. Behold, I will cast her into into a bed and those who commit adultery with her in the great tribulation unless they repent of their practices. Mm. That's not good. And I will kill her children with death. And all that call out ones will know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts. And I will give to everyone who... Of you according to your works, but to you I say, and to remainder in Thyatira, as many as do not hold to the doctrine, the doc, this doctrine, and who have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you no other burden. But behold, fa- but but hold fast what you have until I come and he who overcometh and keepeth my works until the end to him I will give power over nations and he will rule them with a rod of iron and a potter's vessels will be broken to pieces as I also have received from my father now here we see the role of the father and son he's explaining what it is and I will give him the morning star okay here we see the morning star the morning star and that will be explained later and he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit or the Ruach says to the called out ones of the house of Yahuwah so now we're going to go back and I've got some highlighted verses here So the first one is F, the church of Balaam or the assembly of the Elohims of the unworthy is what it is. And then G is who says they are prophets. Interesting that that would be described in history's past during this time. the Nicolaeans or the Roman Catholic church entered in the Eastern and Western branch entered into an air of saying, I am the one true Pope, or I am, I am God. is basically what they're saying. And, and, and their rigmarole war. And this is the beginning of it, of false doctrines with two religions. The beginning of the first, to for 600 years of the church's existence or longer was this way. They started out as a one true church and ended up being something it's not supposed to be. Um, we go on and we see here H did not repent. Gave them 6,000 years to repent of their sins. Deek. Okay, Okay. Then I blind. And those who lead the blind. So this particular group. Is a blind. Leading the blind. They have blindfolded their eyes. To the truth. And now they lead the blind. Interesting. That we see the first. Two. Four. Six hundred years. Just a little over six hundred years. Roughly. Let's see. Let me get my iPod we'll do that figure to give you a roundabout figure we'll take it from the aspect of 210 times one two three that's nearly 630 years of time span christ died Roughly speaking, about 30 AD, he was born. If you count 30 years back, he was born somewhere around 1 to 4 BCE. So we're talking about from the time of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection to the beginning of the church. That's nearly 600 years, almost a thousand years. In this little time span here, has passed. You got another 400 and some odd years or less that the church has walked away began with the true church and now they have come to a point that idol worship has entered in the church and it's showing in the persecution to prevent persecution they bring in paganism then paganism brings in false doctrines It's amazing how much the church shrunk. It boomed and then all of a sudden these other things entered in and it affected it. So now we're going to go to our next church, which is the fourth church, which is Ephesians, the church of Ephesus. So we've got a 600 year time span. We're going to add another 210. I'm taking it from the short side. Plus two ten. That would put us at 840 years. Right about in that time frame of the 1,260 years. So let's see what he says. And here we go again. He says, and to the congregation of the Melechah of the house of Ephesus of Yahuwah, the house of Yahuwah of Ephesus, write these things, says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the mist Of the golden seven lampstand. Okay. Now. The golden lampstand. Represents a menorah. You've got two. We'll see that later. I know your works and your labors. I know your patience. And how you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tried those who say. They are apostles and are not. And have found them liars. And have bore. And have patience. And have my namesake have labored and have not fainted nevertheless uh-oh, I have something against you because you left your first love now we're going to stop there for a moment and I'm going to say this is uh, the fourth era of the house of YAH the end of the observance of YAH's feasts few in number infiltrated by paganism okay meaning there's fewer followers Okay, we go on. Remember, therefore, for what you have fallen, and repent, and do the first works. If not, I will come to you quickly, and I will remove your lampstand, lamp out of its place, unless you repent. But this you have, that you hate the deed of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what this ruach says or the spirit to the called out ones of the house of Yahuwah to him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life. Okay. Which is in the midst of the garden or yarden of Yahuwah. Remember Yahuwah is the vine dresser and gardener of his house. Got to remember that. Okay. So we're seeing here. Now we are about 208. Some I believe, let's see. Uh, no, no, no. We're about 284 years into the church's history. Interesting that it matches Daniel. twelve hundred one thousand two hundred and sixty 1,260 days in Daniel, we're seeing history showing itself here in Revelations. Interesting. Okay. And remember, We've only gone through Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyra, and now Ephesus. That's four of the seven churches mentioned. It's interesting to me that I see a progression here, even though we see it throughout the course, that the Bible was written in such a way to hide the secrets of the seals. Yes, I elaborate on the seals. Because I'm revealing something here. It talks about the seals of the Lamb of Yahuwah. But have people figured out when you take Yahuwah or Yehu. Or Yahweh. As some pronounce it. It's all the same. That they see the fulfillment of history. But they read it in a context without understanding. I'm taking the Greek translation back to the Hebrew translation to explain what is here. Plain and simple. I spent six years on deciphering from the ancient Tefna, these things that came out. The Tefna was the original book. And Revelations was written off the Tefna to explain the prophets. And yet we're coming back to a revelation to Yohannikin. Mark Johannikan, and you're seeing this revelation. And yes, his name was Mark, and his last name was Yohannikin, first name was Johannikan or John. And we're seeing it. And we're seeing God revealing himself in a way, or Yahuwah revealing himself in a way, that we're seeing the threefold manifest of him, but yet we're also seeing his human nature. Yes, he has a human nature. We were created in his likeness, mind, body, and soul. He has a mind, body, and soul, or a mind, body, and spirit. That mind is his soul. His spirit is the Ruach. And his human body that manifested here on earth, through Miriam, my ancestor, was what we call the sun. That sun went back to be what he is now and he is one but we're seeing the unity in that one person now i'm not going to delve into that so we'll go cut it here and we'll get this posted and we will start another session and i want to complete the churches tonight this is very important that we look at this and see it with open eyes okay i'll be back in 10 minutes